You know, I do want to say that I apologize for the comment that I made. I apologize to Chad and his family. I apologize if I hurt her feelings. She's an actress. Yo, so when you say she's an actress, what did you mean? You don't buy any of that? No, I don't. Look, we don't always get along, you know, but I never sit up there and lie to try to ruin your life. I don't do that. You were sending around emails about my personal business to executives. You were sending around DMs to people that I do business with. I did send an email two years ago when they wanted me to come back on the show. At the time I was dealing with my miscarriages, I told them. I was like, look, I'm not going to go back on the show talking about my real life, real things that are happening, and here goes this woman thinking shit. I'm not doing that. And the email, Mark? So that you know, is a very personal topic about my life with my guy. And I felt like it was inappropriate and unconscionable. No one, for all the seasons, has ever called me a fucking liar. I don't lie, I don't plot, and I'm not going to stay quiet. And that's just what it is. That's contradictory because you just admitted you sent around emails to executives about me. That's plotting on me. Actually, Tammy, you don't remember the conversations. I do remember the conversations. When we were away, you told me and Shawnee that you could no longer have kids no more. I, that you could, I told that you, you that no Shawnee O'Neal is no more. You are fake, Shawnee. Tammy, I'm not in this. I t- I told you that. Tammy Roman, don't tap me. I don't remember exact conversations that we had. I don't, so I cannot confirm or deny. Well, I never said that. Next slide. Non embryo having trying to act like they was with Carl oh, ass bitch. I just had nine, honey. We can I talk about have that. Or your old son. My ex still work. Mine's do too. No, mine's do too. As fuck. Mm. Okay. The venom, they are fried. The venom flying Scram. across that stage. Okay, ready to be served with <laughs> toast. All right. How did these? <laughs> It's so fucked up when ladies be telling you yeah, other I'm women not, that, that they eggs And that's not reproduction positive. Okay? Uh, but Evelyn, you know, hey, I ride with the team. Because I'm sure that's traumatizing for a woman not mm-hmm. to, you know, be able to bear child. If that's your goal, yeah. You know, if that's your goal, you know, yeah. that could be traumatizing. So, it's uh, that's fucked up. And, I, and I've... And, you know, Ratchet TV is my thing, you know, because mm-hmm. I do watch Ratchet TV. My and goodness. this isn't the first time I heard that. Like, that's something that, you know, a lot of these <laughs> folks be, be saying to each other and just throwing it. And, and when you sign up for such a platform, I think, I mean, you, monthly, right? You sign up to play in the mud pit. So You're trying to get that contract to come back next year. Okay. And what did she do? She came right on back. With didn't Steve Harvey say, but we see what happened to him. What was his advice? Play the play the part, play the role, mm-hmm, and get the bag. He didn't. He his bag got snatched. I don't know. He didn't get it. Yeah. He was for a little bit. What did Monique But he still say? got his. No integrity and now no bag. Yeah, I stand okay? with my girl Monique. On a YouTube interview, she said it. I watched it last night. Mm-hmm. But hi guys, that was a um, skit from Basketball Wives, one of the reunions. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, what's and up? And this is another episode. Oh, shit. A, a very, special episode a, yeah. of the Hung Up Podcast where, look, bitch, you may not be somebody who somebody can call you a liar. That wasn't too cute. You 
maybe an actress. You might send emails around about your friend's personal business. Okay. And you may have sent an email two years ago when you were going through <laughs> miscarriages and all, and all sorts of bullshit. You may have apologized okay. to Chad and his family mm-hmm. and still didn't get what you, what you wanted. You may not be a fucking liar, huh? Mm-hmm. Or you are, either way. Okay. You may not have remembered the conversation. <laughs> you remember that shit. Okay. Don't tap me, okay. Tammy. You may not want to be tapped. Don't tap me. Okay. Nah, bitch, because you remember. You don't want to say that shit. Yes, or you may have nine embryos and a four-year-old son. Guess what? We ain't never gonna hang up on you. <laughs> that is always chickens. I am P Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P R Y M. I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E Dante Cole. Yes, and while you're looking for them embryos and that four year old baby who's running around here, you don't know where he at. Find us <laughs> on Instagram and the Twitter at H U N G U P P O D. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash As always, we love hearing from you, Hung Up Pod fam. Continue to send your love. DMs, emails, hungupod at gmail.com. Hit the call button on our Insta page. Hit the email button on our Insta page. We would love to hear your feedback on this past season. Yes. And thank you guys so much for your ratings and reviews. Hey sis, keep them just coming on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a man who will be with you whether or not you got embryos. Because I don't have any. Okay? Yeah, and you need a man. You want Hello? a man. A real man. <laughs> Read me. And need but a man. There is truth. A real that. man. Okay. And not some broken down, flaccid undertaker. I would like a man like Carl. If you play baseball and you have signed the check, all right, here I am. Send me. Send me. Because I got we one. All, we, we, a lot of us. Listen, he ain't speak no lie. All right, he ain't speak no lie. All right. Welcome one, welcome <laughs> welcome me, welcome you, welcome <laughs> Ryan, welcome Eric, welcome Reka, welcome yes. Spencer, yes. welcome Sterling, yes. the studio audience, yes. this is our 100th one. episode. Oh, oh. I don't know, I just had so many feelings just right now. I don't know, the balloons are up, bitch. I okay, we are down. celebrating, <laughs> we have mixed everything. What has this episode been brought to you by? A little oh peanut grigio? It has been brought to you by Josh. He makes the rosé. Diva. What Diva make? Cosmopolitan. She makes Cosmopolitan. Okay, and also Prosecco and a little Miller Lite in honor of Tammy Roman. Because she, she, she loves the beer. Minus the Newport. Okay. We got the beer. We don't smoke the Newports, but we'll drink a little light. Okay. <laughs> We don't smoke no ports. Here we'll we drink are. a little okay. light. It's brought to you by all that we've been mixing. We are here. We are at the 100th episode. And I'm grateful. Glad to be in the service one more time. And you didn't have to let me in. You want a little bit of this? Here, oh have gosh. some. Speak your speech. You want a little bit of beer? Oh, God, no. Oh, okay, the diva. I'm good. I'm good. I'm you want your diva. You want your diva. You need a man. Okay. You need a man. Read me out. Okay. Oh, real man. I do need a man. Well, I don't need one. I would like one. Right. Exactly. These Let's all be clear. But hey, come on. If none is to be here, reached out and touched, okay, by somebody, somebody's hand, make this world a better okay. place. If they can. <laughs>
<laughs> Hit us up at hungapod at gmail.com. Yes, yes. Get you a, a suitable suitor. I don't know where they had. <laughs> it's been 100 episodes. I ain't got one yet. Anyway. Lies. Lies. Okay. Where they at? Pull the tapes back. Uh, roll them back. They weren't suitable. They okay, were. Okay, I didn't say I didn't have them. I said they weren't suitable. No, that's right. You better be clear. Okay. Tonight. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. Yo, our friends are here tonight, you guys. Yes. And this is so dope. Thank you all, Rika, Spencer, Sterling. Mm-hmm. You guys for being here tonight. Um, welcome welcome and just shout out to all the people who couldn't be here all the people that hit us up whether it be text whether it be on the dm when i posted the story about you know this being our 100th episode and you know how special this was shout out to all the people who commented and 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 you know liked and, and showed love it you know definitely appreciate that so we were just talking about listener feedback so mm-hmm. i wanted to drop in real quick and just say you know thank you to since we last were with you guys we got two more ratings so we are up to 73 um 72 of which are five stars yes. so thank you five all star five star bitches and we trying to get fluid out um, hit us up at hungupod at gmail.com. Five star bitches doing five star shit. Gucci, that Louie, and that upscale thing. Did y'all ever see five star niggas? No. Wow. Okay, wow. that's fine. <laughs> no, I know. What? So there were, do you remember when Five Star Chick came out? Yes. Ooh. So there were these yeah. like five black gay men who went on YouTube and did like a five star nigga remix. Okay. And I, what I tell you is the most fire rap that I've ever heard in my Damn. life. You should have queued it up real quick. Oh, I don't have It's all good. But shout out to the ratings and reviews. And as P. Ryan said, continue to drop your ratings and reviews. We love to get them on Apple Podcasts because, yeah, that that's really almost the only place you can make them so <laughs> continue to to rate and review us um and thank you to to the likes and the comments and the downloads on soundcloud yes. um we know y'all watching and we know y'all listening and, and we appreciate it surely do yes so in true form we'll move into our well we have no one tip yeah nope and listener feedback we just did so hey how are you how have you been? We spent a couple weeks apart, so what's been going down? We have been, and, and shout out to you. Thank you. Um, we touched base last week. It was good to see you. Good to see you, too. <laughs> we had a really good conversation. Well, no. We did. Before last week. Wait, what the fuck? My time is off. No, you're I right. I saw you this week. Right. Earlier this right. week. Right, right. But before earlier this week was last week. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And we had a really good conversation. We did. Yeah. We did. We did. So, and... and Yes, shout out to you. <laughs> it was good to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll say, you know, that these past few weeks have really been trying. You know, it's been really difficult. <laughs> you know a little bit of what, you know, you know, you, know, well, you guys know. Well, we our last days. Okay. Just so turn on the news. Trying time. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia is literally on fire. So. Say so. My mom told me not to come in the city. <laughs> she's still concerned. I know she said, like, oh, I don't she know. after the fact. She's like, hold on. I don't want my temple. <laughs> now my shoot. <laughs> <laughs> she was very Jamaican. Okay. No. They might. They were shooting. <laughs> they might. Um. 
Yeah, it's um, it's it's just amazing, and you know, I it's interesting to see how the news is kind of like taking this right now. But you know, I feel like when you look at gun violence in the United States of America in general, and you can compare that to other countries, like there's something wrong. Like mm-hmm. it's something off, right? It's something it's something terribly off. But anyway, um saying that, you know, I've been going through, you know, these past few weeks, I've been really just trying to focus less on what's happening, even though, you know, I'm human. You know what I'm saying? So I've definitely had my moments. I've had my moments where I was feeling. But I've been trying to focus less on what's happening and more on the bigger picture. Like, what's this lesson? Like, what's this message that the universe is trying to send to me, you know, that that God is trying to show me right now? Um, What am I supposed to be getting from this? So, you know, sometimes you are in situations where you just have to do, like, complete surrender, you know, and I'm trusting God through this, and I really appreciate each and every person who has taken my calls, taken my texts, sat with me, talked with me, uh, provided me support and advice. It has meant the world to me um, during this. Because it's just been, it's been crazy. Um, On a more positive note, these past few weeks, I've been really gearing up for the um, upcoming scholarship season with our chapter. Mm. Uh, You know, so I will be plugging that (laughs) in the future um, because, you know, we're also looking for donations on the road education foundation.com you can go there if anyone's interested in donating to a beautiful cause um the program here in philadelphia the o wilson winters scholarship program um i think last year we gave out fifteen thousand. year before that we gave out i think we were in the 20s i'm not i'm not sure i don't want to quote um, but this past year, we made the Philadelphia Tribune. Yes. And, um, you know, we are impacting the lives of black um, men yeah. here in Philadelphia. So I've just been really, I, got, I literally have the shit written on the board on my refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And it says, bitch, remember you are the head of the scholarship committee. Yes. Like, because these past few weeks have been like crazy for me. I don't want to get too off track with my responsibilities and the things that you know I need to do. So, shout out to the Row Education Foundation. Shout out to the Row Chapter here in Philadelphia, 06. Um, you guys will definitely be hearing more, more about that. Um, finally got my tennis trophy. Yes, you too, Serena. Hallelujah. From winning this last season. Um, so, a nigga got two trophies now. Yeah. Two trophies. Two. <laughs> And I'm hype about my two trophies because I know that that's just the, not only the beginning. You know, it, it is. It's going to be important for me to remember when I have 20 trophies. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm looking back 10, 15 years from now to know like I got this. You know, I earned this, and it's also you know just a reminder of that. You know, we can get through a lot of shit even when we think that we can't. You know, we can still succeed. We can still accomplish the things that we set out to do, even when we feel like so beaten down or, you know, depressed or whatever it is that we're that we're going through. But, you know, that's just the strength of black people. Mm -hmm. You know, that's just something that we we do. We're, we're, We're built to do that. So, 
you know, winning this last season granted me the opportunity to go to Biscayne, Florida in December to um, compete in the Tennis League National, the Tennis League Network National Tournament. So I'll be in December, um, in December I'll be um, in Biscayne to, um, for like a weekend program. Ooh. And I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really excited. It's like the first time that I'm going away and I'm actually doing something that's strictly like focused on tennis. Yeah. So even though I'm going to be like in Miami, it's going to be beautiful um, in December, um, I think, right? I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the beginning of December. Um, I won't have, I can't be like partying and like being ratchet because like <laughs> I'm trying to win some money. I'm, so, I'm trying to win some more trophies. So. You know, I'm gonna be leaning on y'all. You know, while I'm there, like for for support, I may need you to watch Tristan for a few days. <laughs> so um, I'm super excited about that. Um, and on the tennis note, I'm seriously considering coaching. Amen. Coach me. And with that, here I am. So many people have asked me to teach them yeah. or to go out and show them and, and, and spend time with them on the tennis court to the point where I'm just like let's monetize this thing mm. you know what I'm saying and I know and I've met a lot of people who will be more than willing to pay um, because you do you, you pay for a private tennis player or tennis coach to like be with you and, and show you and invest in you you know what I mean? So, and to have that passion to teach. And I know that that's something that I do have. Amen. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be out here with this um, per hour rate, you know. How much per hour? I, that's a good question. I got to. A bitch wants to invest in you. Let me plant a seed. Let me sow a seed. Pl- go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Ministry. Come on, minister to me. Amen. Speak to my heart. Okay. And your pockets. Okay. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna have to like see what the market is looking like. Like I want to, I want to see like what other people are charging per hour that are like doing private tennis lessons, and also like what the caliber of game that these people are on to justify what they're charging per hour. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, to be out here. That's wonderful. Um, sorry, you guys. My dog is like, yeah, hey, Tristan. Okay. But all Sit that sound is getting picked up. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, you can just say all that in the face of adversity. Ha-ha. Like a few weeks ago, I remember you were concerned, and now look at you winning trophies. You better speak a word. Getting opportunities to fly out of town to do your thing. Do your thing. I'm trying. I know I'm going to be as in a sea of white rice, but I am <laughs> going to. We need brown rice. You know how it's always that one. You know how it's always that one dark rice in the middle of the, in the box. And That's you know, fine. Usually in the Uncle Ben's box, people are ill. And they throw that out. No, if you're making jollof, we eat it all the same. We eat it okay. all the same. Okay. If I'm going to be that little brown rice. I'm going to be that little brown rice. Okay. Be out there, be there. The little brown rice that could. Okay. okay. The little brown rice that could. Wait. Okay, guys. Like, 
Let's do it. <laughs> yes, amen. So, the last thing I wanted to say for my check-in was a shout-out to the Booney Breakdown podcast. They came through Philly this past week with her live show. I think this was her first live show. So, I just wanted to shout-out and congratulate Booney uh, Breakdown podcast on success of the live show. I think after Philly, they went to Atlanta. I had a good time. And, you know, she had a lot of treats and goodies that she gave out at the show. And, you know, the conversation was cool. It was It was a good time. You know, the the co-host of the show, Mr. Brian, who everyone knows to be, you know, just just in his bag and, and, and says what he wants to, to stir up folks. But I, I think he, he, he knows what he's doing. He, he knows what he's doing. But Brian had me feeling like Nikki. Did y'all listen to Nikki this week on uh, Queen Radio? Did not get a chance to yet. <laughs> this week on Queen Radio, she she like went off and but one part of it, she said that she feels like people was you know would take her more serious than what she would be coming across, or like people would take her as being upset when she's not necessarily upset. Same thing happened at the show. Because Booney was doing her thing and um, she was up there with, um, on Instagram, the Brown Girl Experience, shout out to her. They were doing their thing and then it got to a point of the show that Brian, the co-host, comes up on the stage. He comes up on the stage and, you know, he's just like, oh, I just, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get a microphone. I couldn't wait. I got something to say about this gay shit. I got something to say. I got something to say. So I'm like, here we go. <laughs> we don't really care what you have to say, but... Here we go, right? So he he's in his bag and he's talking a, a whole bunch of pro- problematic shit, talking about you know, if you like any type of anal play as a man, you're gay. There's no such thing as being bisexual. You're really gay, like saying all this shit. Going on and on and on and on. So finally, me just being me and like shout out to Booney. She was giving out these pouch drinks that were like super sized Capri Suns. I was a little turned, you know? And so I was just like, all right. And it was just like one too many beads of sweat had fallen down to the brow on my forehead. And I had to say something. And I was just like, why do you care so much? That was was my question to him. Like, flat out, why do you care so much? And then it, you know, got a little quiet. And so, you know, then he and I, you know, started going back and forth a little bit. And then, you know, they was like, whoa, whoa, you know, we, uh, you know, calm things down. And, you know, someone brought me out another drink and calm down. I was, I was like, look, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm good. But it's just like when you say certain things, be ready for a reaction. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to jump over the you know, chair and fight you. You know what I'm saying? It's not that type of party. But it's just like, you know, you have every right to say what you want to say. But, you know, be 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 prepared for a reaction that you may or may not agree with. You know what I mean? So, but it was it was a good time. Booney, you know, interacted with the crowd. It was live. It was great. Um <laughs> I, w- I would go again, so I you know, I had a good time. And, you know, thank you for for hitting us up, Booney, and and um shouting out the Hung Up podcast. Um I love the picture that we took together. Good girl, we was glowing. So, um, but I don't know how to get it on my page though, cause she tagged. Oh, 
I'm gonna pause. So I'm, I'm gonna have to screenshot you. Screenshot I'm gonna have to screenshot you. So if, the, if you get the alert, I don't know if it's Instagram send the alert. If you get the alert, it's only because I just wanna, you know, I wanna say, say, save the moment for myself because it, it was dope. So, yes. Amen. <laughs> so yes, a, a check in indeed for me. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been a while. So how have you been? What's been going on with you? I've been pretty swell. Um, I don't know. God has been good, and I've been grateful. So, um, I guess the one check in that like pops out to me is the fact that like last Saturday um, or last Friday, I was preparing to just like you know put my bonnet on, go to church the next day, live my life as I usually do. And so was it Saturday night? No, it was. So I go to church on Saturdays because I'm Sunday. Right. Baptist, so it right. was Friday night. Okay. Um, and so the current music leader at my church hit me up. It was just like, and it was like 1240 something. It was late. And she hits me up and it's just like, hey, I need you to lead, lead praise, praise and worship tomorrow. Sorry, guys. I'm a little tipsy. A lot tipsy. Don't apologize for that. And so I was just like, oh, shit. I don't want to do this because I have a history with my church in particular. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have a spirit of willingness because I really rocks with Jesus and he really rocks with me. And it is <laughs> True what it is. And so I said, all right, cool. I'll leave praise and worship. But praise and worship turned into praise and worship, the hymn, special music, song of meditation, all these things until like the end of the service. Oh, they were feeling your vibe. They were. They said, oh, he's moving there us. was no program. So we need to talk about preparation. Did they take up an offering? <laughs> I wanna, what I want to know is, did they take up an offering? Uh, no, they did not. I'm, I'm just <laughs> That's not necessary. No, I'm, just, I'm just being... Honestly, the spirit moved in such a way where a lot of times... <laughs> that was a lot of work. What an offering? I don't necessarily want to speak on behalf of like music ministers, but so many times you can go up and go sing, and you feel others, but you don't feel filled. Last weekend, when I tell you that, like, the spirit moved in me to the point where, like, I just felt so filled. I was so grateful. And I had a little conversation with God, and I was just like, yo, I know sometimes I'm just, like, not shit. Yeah? But I am open to whatever it is you have for me. And I'm willing to walk into whatever it is you have for me, whether that means through, like, a secular vibe, whether that means through, like, a church vibe. Wherever you send me... It don't matter if I'm wearing a church robe or a latex suit. I am here. Ooh, and you can I'm use head me. to toe. Literally the next day, I got hit up by a homie who runs a choir in Philadelphia. He's just like, yo, I need you to sing. So I can't spit all that shit to God and be like, nah, I'm not going to do it. So I showed up, right? Willingness. Sure enough, we sang for Rose Hudson Wilkins. And for those of you who don't know, she is a Jamaican native, and she is also chaplain to Queen Elizabeth II. She's also chaplain to the House of Commons in the UK. Sang for her, grabbed her hand, spoke to her, was ministered to her, and was ministered to by her. And so I'm just in a space right now where I'm just kind of like, Whatever it is God has for me, I'm going to just walk into it. And I am—I think that situation, out of all of the random things that happened in my life, whether it be Tamar, whether it be this, that, the other musical opportunities that have come my way, 
I truly believe your gift will make room for you. And if you mm. are willing, God will seriously open up doors that like you literally cannot imagine. Me, Jamaican parents, came here, were just trying to figure it out. I've gone through 28 years of life to then be in a place where I can minister to someone who is literally right there sitting down breaking bread with the queen. Yeah. It just speaks to me on so many levels. And so I'm just in a space of like gratitude. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here and I'm open and I'm grateful. I'm so like happy for you. That's amazing. Thank you. That's amazing. And to be called on to serve. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because Because it's easy to be looked over, especially when you're singing in like a group setting, like for a choir, like, all right, you can come when you want to come. You can come when you want to come. But to have this person think of you and be like, yo, I need you here. Will you show up? And you don't know what blessing you're walking into. I'm really grateful. Um, And so this week has been great that's good it's been great and i'm yeah again i'm grateful yeah 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 so it was in the story, So let me tell you, God puts you in like the most random of places. So back when I was in St. Louis, um, I took myself out on a date to a random Tamar concert. And I wasn't expecting anything to come of it. I was just like, do 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 do, I love the girl, I love her first album, it's cool. And she started calling people up on stage. And next thing you know, here I am singing with her, doing the damn thing. And she was impressed. And so, and I don't know, there's just like little signs. There's so many times when like I downplay myself and I'm just like, nah, bitch, you can't sing. And like, I just chill. But then there are little moments in life that come up where it's just like, no. That shit is reaffirmed who you are. It's actually pretty good. And people who are in positions where you're just like looking. Yes. Yes. Shut their mouth when you open yours. And that no. feels amazing. Those moments of validation, yeah, that just come yeah. because you earned it, you deserved it. We're not out here seeking for that because that that seeking that validation that that's 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 a mess, mm. right? But when it comes to you, because you have done the work, you know, you've been of service, you know, you've done what you needed to do. That that must be amazing. Yeah. So I'm happy for you. The world just opens up, and so I'm grateful, and I'm excited to see how the world opens up moving forward. Yeah. And I guess that brings us to our topic. Yeah. So we have a special kind of a topic tonight, but not really. Yeah. We posted earlier on our Insta uh, and our Twitters and stories and what have you. Um, you know what this was all about tonight. You know, it's a special episode because this is our 100th episode. And we wanted to get listener feedback, questions, concerns, comments, recommendations, the whole nine, the hung-ups, the hanging-ups, everything. And we asked, and y'all delivered. Delivered. Yes. Delivered! <laughs> was I flat? I'm a little drunk. No, I think I good. He good. He good. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> 
You ain't met no. What is, was it Martin Luther King? Martin Luther King. Why are you talking? Why are you talking? Yes. Yes. Questions, comments, all of it. They deliver. We we have it all, and this is the part of the show where our live, hung up fam, hey. studio audience will be sort of taking, not taking over, but participating. Delivering the questions from the people. And who is this fam? We introduce you, but you introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Plug your damn self. Where can they find you at? Tell them how good you look. Because all y'all look good. Sierra? All y'all look good. Who are you? Well, I'm Rekha. Ha ha. 5'7". Yes. You 5'7", you look so much 5'7", with a brown eye. Smile like the sunrise. Hey. Somebody like Kevin. Yes. yes. Come on. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Miss Yes. And I am uh, Eric is a dear friend of mine. Yes. And I'm just so happy to be here. Proud of you guys. It's a milestone. But yes. um, I'm, I'm just really honored to be a part of the last episode. Thank you for having you. me. And it's the last but not the last it's because this will be continued. It's the beginning. And another hallelujah. It's it's the start of something new. Okay. You better come through high school musical. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes it is. And speaking of, who are you? <laughs> who you is, nigga? I'm, who am I? Yeah. I'm is. Who is okay. you? I am Spencer. I'm Shug Avery. a great great friend. Dispensary reference. Get her to, and get that thing to run my bath for. Oh no, get that thing to fix me something to eat. This is Dispensary we have referenced she throughout sure. all of the hundred sure. episodes. <laughs> a few times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe here or there. But Eric and I have been friends for God long knows time. how long. Long time, long time, long time. Long time, long time. And then I love Patrick dearly, of Who's course. Real? Like, I'm here for support and Mm -hmm. showing love and ready to be a part of what's next. So here we go. Bigger, better things and great things to both of you coming. Amen. Okay. See these things. They're happening. You've already said it. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Last but not least, we have Goku. Super Saiyan form. (laughs) <laughs> Sporting the fellowship tea. He's a blonde. Uh, just for just a few more weeks. Okay. Give me some time. <laughs> the season is changing. Okay. okay. Look, we could be a fall blonde. <laughs> oh, true. Get into it. Very true. Who is he? What's up, y'all? He's Sterling. Um, <sighs> these guys are two of my brothers, and I love them too deep for words. He good. He good. So excited to be here and celebrate like a hundred. Come on, Century Club. Yes. Oh, oh. Okay. The one hundred dollar okay. club. Hundred dollar club. Donate Can to the Education Foundation. Supporting oh. scholarships for our black boys. Yes. They need you this bring money. Shit. You better do this uh-huh. shit. Look. Okay? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm do this work. Stop yeah, playing. There's yeah. too many of us out here who are looking pretty much every episode. Okay. Oh, let's, wow. Oh, wow. Cool. That's another episode, okay? Oh, wow. Or this one. Because uh, you said what you said. I and you're not I changing shed. up over here. What I said wasn't bullshit. What are we gonna do? So, we gonna go back so and forth? Because I'm not changing. Turns out you can do both. Wow. Okay. 
I see what you're saying. Read these letters. Read these letters. I was like, Sterling, do you love me? Andrew! Sterling, love me back! Thank you for loving me. Oh my gosh, I love you. Love you too. So let's jump into this girl. Oh, let's jump into it. The feedback. So the way we're going to set this up is very like reunion episode so eric and i you've heard us talk for a hundred fucking episodes oh, so much so much so we are now going to hear reka spencer sterling talk give these questions give these comments and you will just hear us react and that'll <laughs> be the episode thank you guys again just so much of course after our official um our mm-hmm. um classic hung up or hanging up and then that'll be the show oh yeah no we're gonna do our thing yeah, yeah. sorry but again, go ahead I just wanted to like affirm you guys because I love affirming my partner affirmed <laughs> cause y'all the bomb oh we family. love y'all really hung up family you. yes uh, I have like so many feelings right now my chest is a little tight but okay. it's fine hold on to it baby I'm holding on to it <laughs> so guys who's first I'll just jump right into the... Come on, okay. All right. Jump, 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 my love. Are we Oh, shit. Okay. Should have won. Those queens were devious. Jump in. And selfish. Speak your speech. He said it. Talk your shit. So just to just jump right into it and ask the question, like, how does it feel? 100 episodes, how do you guys feel? feels great for me like it really feels great um that's my initial thought is that it just feels great it's it it symbolizes growth it it symbolizes maturity on this on this platform maturity and um growth i said that (laughs) um but also you know we set out to accomplish something and we did that and um i'm i'm proud i'm 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 proud I'm proud of what we what we've done. Oh, it feels mixed. I'm excited that we got to 100 episodes. I feel like in this very moment, I'm having like so many feelings. Um, a part of me is just like, oh my gosh, what the fuck did I do? Did I do the wrong thing by saying I'm leaving? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Another part of me is just like, no because you opened yourself up to moving in where you need to move it feels weird it feels really weird i'm so grateful that we got to 100 mm-hmm. because a lot of know, podcasts don't make in it other situations we only got to 10 <laughs> okay <laughs> if we talk you know let's reference the entire journey get into it okay we only got to 10 so the fact that we got to 100 i'm so fucking grateful um yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely, I would say in the beginning, it was mixed for me as well. But I think it was, for me, it was in the beginning because it was more of an acceptance piece, yeah. right? Because it wasn't something that I, you know, initiated. It was something that, you know, was kind of given to me. Like, yeah. hey, this is what's going to happen. So I think um, kind of what you're going through right now, I, I definitely went through that, you know, um, you know, accepting that, you know, this is going to be different on the show. Like, we're, this is the same. <laughs> like, what we have, like, our friendship, like, this is going to go on. You know what I mean? Like, 
but as far as like this show this platform like what we have like especially with me thinking about you know moving forward and it's just like knowing that you know you're not gonna necessarily be here you know mm-hmm. to be a part of that um it's it is sad but i've had to like really um accept yeah. and respect and yeah. then su- come to support because I have to support my friend because I love you and I have to support you moving forward and 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 what you're you're and what you want to do you know that's what's important to me you know so it's been it's definitely been mixed for me too yeah. but I would say that um you know I try to highlight the positive, you know. Like right now, I'm just trying to highlight everything that's positive. Sure, and we can also acknowledge the weirdness, though, right? Because I don't know. I just think uh, uh, one fear that I have is like our relationship will change because we don't have an obligation to meet each other every Thursday. And so, if we want to connect, if we want to reach out and say, "Hey, bitch." hope you're having a good day like that's really on us to facilitate and it's not around a so what's your plan for the show today do you have the skit do you have a hung up or hang up you know what I mean and I think that's where I get a little like nervous because ask anyone I do fucking care about you and so I don't want to leave this space and then that'll be just like the end of us and I'm nervous about that because once the obligation leaves, the actual work begins. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like I'm drunk right now. <laughs> but like... But it's true. It's scary. Yeah. I think that... And can we be real? Mm-hmm. We don't really talk like that. So, right. And I was going to say that. So, like, the, the real... The, I, with that, I, I have considered that, right? That we typically, at this stage, right, only speak when it has to do with the show when it has to do with the show and or like we don't really check in like you guys you guys are listening and our check-ins are for real check-ins because we haven't seen each other we haven't talked to each other since the last week so and i remember saying like coming coming onto this platform coming into this space i remember saying to you i do not want this podcast this show this platform to take place of our friendship friendship. and what I did and it did and so one thing that I again I'm just every everything I'm just trying to look on the positive because what you said is valid and it's definitely possible but I'm thinking that now I don't know maybe we can get back to Mm. our Judy shit you know what I'm saying because we don't have this show as an obligation something that really for you was was tough at certain points because you trying to get doctor in front of your name right now. You have a lot of shit going on, right? And I acknowledge and I have respected those things. You know what I mean? But can I also hold myself accountable? I don't want to use that as an excuse because yes, I hold doctor in front of my name and I nurture the relationships that for lack of a better phrase, I want to be nurtured. And so I have to be honest in this point and say that, like, in a way, I feel like throughout these 100 episodes, I pulled away a little bit. I felt that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've, yeah. but I've also, like, voiced that to you. You, you have? Yeah. 
You have. Yeah. And maybe I owned it. I don't remember our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the worst of Johnny, I don't remember. The don't tap me, Eric. Don't tap me. <laughs> I did. Don't tap me. I did pull because I think there were just yeah. like different things that I was dealing with show wise. Yeah. That whether or not I wanted them to impact our friendship, they did. And so I would like for us to fix that because now we don't have a show that we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. That was a lot. That was so funny. That was the first question. Damn. Uh, we got to get it together. What's the, what's the next question? That kind of we segues can't... into my question. Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll just keep it short. I had a few, but I'm gonna, I, my question was, how will you guys best deal with closing this chapter of your lives? It sounds like you kind of touched on it a bit already, but how will you... Mm. You guys kind of touched on it somewhat, mm. but how will you... When my... Eric can tell you, I had a, 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 my best friend in the whole world worked with me so we were that close in such close proximity every day that I feared when he left to begin a new journey and go to law school that I wouldn't speak to him anymore or you know that he wouldn't be facilitating moving our friendship forward mm. the way we had been sometimes it's necessary to take a break you know just to kind of to get re- regroup and appreciate each other or one another more or just kind of appreciate a new relationship that you can have with one another, but I was just curious to see how you guys would manage that, or just how you would say goodbye to the show. Mm. I never considered saying goodbye to the show, so even in this point. To the show? Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to be back. So, listeners, well, you know, I'm definitely... Of, yeah. I say that in the sense of just, like, I'm just going to be done. So there wasn't going to be, like, a goodbye process. <laughs> Because I'm an avoidance bitch. Okay. Wait, I'm like, I'll see y'all later. Yeah. (laughs) Can you break that down for me? I don't understand. Well, it was like, I think when you say goodbye to something, there's a process, right? There's like a recognizing it for what it was. But for me, I love avoidance. That's like my anxiety strategy. Um, And so I was just going to like dead myself (laughs) to that. Um, So I don't know how I'm going to say goodbye to it. Um... What I will say is that I can express my wants, so I don't want to be cold when it comes to our relationship. Then don't. I'm not going to. That's all. Wow. No, because and the reason why I say I don't want to be cold is because I can re- I recognize where I can go. You know what I mean? Like I can. I recognize how I Me can too. like no, dead feel feelings good. and just be like, all right, great, yeah. cool. See yeah. you at the next like Greek function. See you whenever. Right. I'm okay. Right. But I really want to fully experience what this transition feels like, and so that's what I mean when I say I don't want to be cold. Does that make Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And we have experienced friendship before having a show together so I think that also helps yeah. not only have we experienced friendship but we experienced a special type <laughs> of friendship you know so um, well, I'm sorry what were you going to say well let me tell you about that special type of friendship tell me and we talked about this mm. it was a special type of friendship built in trauma and that's mm. a narrative that I don't want to be a part of you know what I mean so we had a conversation 
that the relationships I, I built with you, the relationship I built with Sterling, the relationship I built with other members who are not here was a relationship built in trauma. And so what happens when you, in your lonesome, decides to no longer be a part of any of the trauma narratives or to heal the trauma narratives that you thrived in for two plus years? I just want to make sure I'm clear because this is the first time I'm... Yeah. So I'm I'm processing. Yeah. um, That... You that experience. Okay, okay. I'm I'm just processing that experience and even the bonds that were made. Right, the bonds weren't made on like, oh yeah, I have a great life. We pop it. No, the bonds were made on, yo, my church ain't shit. The bonds were made on, oh, I don't know how to say this to my parents or my family because I don't know how they re- how how they will react. Can I can I say this? Yeah. Know that you are not the first or the last to experience that. Mm-hmm. And know that the bonds that you built with me and a lot Sterling and a lot of people that not everybody but a lot of people who are close to you um, share that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that you know it's important that we build our relationships based on shared experiences and sure. unfortunately sometimes shared trauma. Yeah, you know what I mean because sometimes we are more alike than you know we think, and 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 instead of it being a divider, you know, it should be something that really brings us together. Sure. And what I want to express is the fact that the traumas, whether it be with church, whether it be with family, whether it be with friends, whether it be with lovers, whether it be with whom, what, whom and whatever, I am in a place in life where I don't want to be a part of those narratives anymore. Like, literally wrote it in my journal, Right? And so because I recognize that, I recognize that the relationships that I built while in those traumas have to change. Not are going to, not may change, have to. Yeah? And so what I'm expressing in this moment is I'm excited to see what that change brings for us because that trauma is no longer a part of it. And I recognize that we were bonded in so many of it. That's like the facilitation process. And can I say that once again, though, I feel like I don't have a choice in the matter, right? Mm -hmm. You are going to dictate that, right? And I'm going to have to fall in line with what it means for you. And and I understand that, you know what I mean? But again, I shared that trauma experience with you. Mm -hmm. I don't want that to be something that's like, oh, because we, I was a part of that experience with you. Our relationship has to change. When I hear that as as a close friend, I'm kind of like, how is it going to change, and what is it going to be, and well, it could change in the fact. What is how is that? What is that going to mean for me? Like, I, I think, because I have needs, I have boundaries, yeah. I have things too. You know what I mean? So again, like when we make these type of changes, like the people who are a part of those changes are human too. I'm just yeah. saying that. And I think that that change can mean we both choose because it's a choice, and if you're not a part of that choice, cool. But that we can choose to build a relationship based less on trauma and more on whether it be like healing our traumas or building a relationship. I don't want to say on positivity because I fucking hate the word. But like, but that's on what we've done. More effective navigating because what no matter how you twist it, if you sit in I'm not the trauma, I think I'm no, I'm, no, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying like the you. 
the external you, yeah. right? No matter how it's twisted. Let me not let me not say you then, right? If you choose to sit in trauma, are you really living life effectively? I'm just trying to understand what trauma we're sitting in. Like what what There he is. I think we bonded on so many. Yeah, but you just said that you would prefer us to be working through and healing through those traumas. And I thought, not only that's what we've done on this episode for 100 episodes, mm-hmm. on this podcast for 100 episodes, but even as friends, mm-hmm. like, you know, the times that we do talk, because like you say, we, you know, we yeah. don't share a lot of moments. But like the other day when you were here, like, those are healing moments. They, you know what I mean? Moments. Even when we were at that ratchet ass picnic, okay? Yeah. Having a good time, but, you know, laughing. I just. I, I'm ex- I'm respecting your experience, but I, for me, our experience together has not been that. Like I don't, I just don't, I don't see our experience that negative. I think like, those. I, I well, did I really communicate that our experiences were completely trauma negative? is negative, and when you say our our friendship, I think has we been initially that, bonded in trauma. Initially, but our initial bonding. Okay, but I feel like we the first moment we passed that. I don't think so. Okay. Because we always bring those moments back up. Those. So did we really move past it? I don't know because we don't talk a lot about that thing. Eric, we don't. And I could be tripping. I'll own it if I'm completely tripping. Huh? All of it. But see, I need to be see. And say it out loud. If I'm not clear, yeah, I can't defend myself. If I don't understand the complete, con- but it is because you're asking. I have to, in order for me to deliver a response, yeah. right? I have to be completely clear on the question, and I'm not. So I think the issues that we have brought up, you and I, have been frat, have been relationships, have been relationships with parents, and when I say relationships before that, I mean like romantic ones, have been. Even identity shit. Yeah. Ha- I can't speak for you. I haven't moved past that shit. But I bring them but up. But we don't have these problems with each other. Bring it up and but we don't have these. It's not like no, it's not I with have each problems. Other. So why should our relationship suffer? Of per- that sounds personal, no. right? Like we have experiences, right? Where yeah. we've experienced trauma, right? Mm-hmm. We can heal on that, but. I don't want it to seem like it's the sentiment to me was as if we've done things to each other to the point where our relationship has to change. And so and I that's where mean, I was confused. I didn't with. Mean and I'm to like, say that. No. And I don't think I said that. So what I was meaning to communicate was the fact that we bonded over struggles in all areas of what we discuss. Mm-hmm. So in all spheres of that, we've had struggles there yeah. and we haven't healed those struggles. We are continuously sitting in that. And so what I said when I said I'm moving my or I'm removing myself from that narrative, I'm intentionally trying to get to a space where those things do not bother me. And so because of that, our relationship has to change because I'm not finna do that no more. Right? And so my hope is that we heal that together because then I want our relationship to change into something completely different. Does that make sense? Am I am I tripping? I hear you. Please speak. I I hear you both. Yes. I hear you both because I can relate to it because I think my best friend, I think Fred felt that way for a while that we mm-hmm. bonded over some um just just some crazy moments in both of our lives and and that's what brought us closer but also we want to both move away from that but I would not be able to accept that relationship shifting into something that I wouldn't 
where I wouldn't recognize it anymore or mm. we wouldn't be as close anymore. You know, just it, the fear of losing him somehow. You know, yeah. so I can kind of hear, I can hear you both, but... And I want to say, this is not me saying that you're going to lose me. No, no, no. And we're talking saying, about trauma. Fear, and I'm yes. just saying, like, we're talking about trauma, right? Because I just had to deal with you saying you're leaving the show, right? right? A decision that you made that I just had to deal with. Mm-hmm. And here we are again, where you're telling me, I'm making a decision, you're about to deal with it, right? All I'm saying is that I'm human, all right? Mm-hmm. And you know that I'm dealing with my own shit, Right? Take it easy is all I'm saying. Like, just remember, like, just keep those things in mind, mm-hmm. right? Like, I can, I can, I can, I'm a chameleon. Like, I can, I can change and, uh, uh, you know, adapt to my environment. That's the Capricorn in me. You know, that's, that's just, I can do that, you know, but those things do take time. I receive it. And I just, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm still processing some of that. I just think my, my question was going to be, what was the funnest thing that you remember from the show? No, I, I didn't think that was no. deep enough, so I was like, let me take it to the other question. You have multiple questions. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. I'm grateful that we can have this space to process. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? I'm grateful we can have this space to process. Oh, yeah. I guess. Right. I'd still like to know at some point, what's the funnest, most memorable moment? There were so many fun moments. Yeah. I don't think there was just one. We hung out with Savoy. There were some random ass jokes that we like had. Fucking Kingdom Come was hilarious. <laughs> so fuck what everybody <laughs> says. Okay. Um, the times when we would just sing yeah. Count on Me Through Thick and Thin, A Friendship yeah. That Will Never End. Great, there were great times throughout the show. And so yeah. I don't yeah. regret that. And I, I'm going to apologize for if you felt that I sprung me leaving on you. Yeah? But in the process of moving away from narratives that weren't making me feel good, in the process of healing my own shit, I also have to recognize where I wasn't like... And don't take this personally. Because it's not you. It's me. Where I wasn't completely happy. Mm-hmm. But I knew, you know, what I'm yeah. like we we had had conversations prior to, and <clears throat> I guess like for me, like I just didn't want you to be in a space where you just didn't want to be, right? You know, or that wasn't contributing to your your growth and your you know the things that you that you wanted to do. Sure, and because but because you said not big but but and because you said that this was sprung on you, I want to acknowledge that, validate that, own that, right? Yes, it may have come out of the blue. And I want to own and be transparent in this moment, come what may, that I just was not fully happy. And if I'm going to come on a platform and say, oh, I'm choosing myself, I'm choosing happiness, I am fuck all myself and happiness I'm just living in the most in a space that is most effective for me I had to make a decision no matter how hard it was to make yeah and I think that's important too and that I that we all recognize that that the strength and the courage that it takes for a person to be in a situation and know that they need to make a change and just do it Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? So I, I applaud you in that because you because that's important, like that we make the decisions that we need to make to better our lives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and it's not my intent to like hurt you or like make you feel like shit them. or any of those things. So the reason why I said you sprung it on me, that came from the episode. Because you had put it in the bio. It was just like, some, it said something. It was like, that would be transition. And transition. can we also acknowledge the fact that we went to Max Brenner like a good month prior to that and had a full conversation? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that I didn't know that that night while we were live recording, mm-hmm. because I wasn't prepared for a reaction. That's how I knew that that was like I wasn't expecting that. And when I see you know transition in the in the in the doc, I didn't know what that meant. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I, and I didn't. I didn't in this moment, but yes, I feel. Like I didn't know what that. You know that could mean so many different things, mm-hmm. right? The topics that we have had on this show, a hundred episodes, probably twenty five have been about some type of form of transition. Okay. So it's just like I didn't know what that what that meant. So when you said it, it was just kind of like I was just like, oh okay, like I know we talked about it offline, but I just didn't know that you were going to say it that night on the show. Um, but it was fine. Can I? That it was it was just fine. It was just me saying in a moment, this is how I felt. And then I got over it. And it act- wasn't something I dwelt on or, or, you know. And the fact that you brought it up makes me know that it's not fine. So can I ask you, if I had warned you ahead of time that I was going to present that on the episode, what would that have done for you? Um, I mean, I just feel like I, that's something that I would have done. Like, especially because we are intentional about planning our episodes. Mm. That's just it, number one. Right. And if we're being transparent and we're communicating with each other, like, hey, I'm just letting you know tonight I'm announcing that I'm leaving. I think that's pretty big. Okay. So I don't think that that's out of the ordinary to ask. So I received that. Now that I have understanding, I apologize. But that's fine. Like I said, I'm yeah. over it, and I didn't bring it back up. I feel like you brought it up just a minute. You you said that I felt. Oh, I feel like my gas is lit. No. Okay, what? No. A few moments ago, before I responded to you, you said that I felt like you sprung it up on me. And when you were done, I said the reason why I felt like you sprung it up on me was this. That wasn't me bringing it back up. That was me responding to you saying I felt a certain certain type of way. That's okay. all. Okay. <laughs> That's all that was. Received. That's all that was. Received. It wasn't me bringing it back up again. It was me addressing what you said. I received. I you know, received. and like in in what I just said, I still stand by. It was a moment, and I got over it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a tough saying, chicken. Like trust me. Yeah, let's come on, chicken. <laughs> okay. I'm, so I have I'm been drinking my peanut Riggio. I've been visiting my friend Josh, and I've been having this prosecco. So if I miss that whole ordeal don't all even me. it's all good all it's all good mm-hmm. okay just watch <laughs> and i've been having my diva okay <laughs> amen so what's the next question oh wait you didn't answer your favorite moment i'm sorry no so like i was right there with you like uh, chicago mm-hmm. you know oh, i chicago feel like we yeah i feel like we've had so many moments on this show all the guests sterling um, <laughs> Bryce, um, everybody hey, who's yeah, everybody who's come onto the show to just show love. We haven't had many guests, but the ones that we had, it was a good time. I remember that. What? Which a one? A couple years ago or something? Chicago. Oh, I'm packing. 
It was last year. <laughs> that was Chicago. <laughs> that was last year, I think. Yeah, I'm not your shame. It was last year. We had our auntie coats, and Chazaray was there. Yeah. Yeah. You better say that. I do remember. Shall we put a plug in? <laughs> But we just—I just feel like we've had a lot of fun moments, and it's been great. It's been a journey, and they're going to continue. Yes. Yeah, they're going to continue. <laughs> Wonderful. So, this is a like a play on hanging up or hung up. Um, who's won you over recently? Like, who is somebody who you were just like not here for at all? But they like did something to turn your perspective around. Mm. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that you? I mean, I don't know. I kind of think of like I don't know Nikki. Like for a minute, I was just kind of like, "Oh, she's a bully." I don't really like her, you know, the you know, the, 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 the Nikki fans be doing the most, you know. But um I don't listen to it this past week. I gained a different type of respect for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually listened to the show twice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you just I don't know, you just relate to certain things and you'd be like, Oh, okay. Fuck Wendy Williams? Yeah. So I think throughout the hundred episodes, you've seen me like stand for Wendy, yeah. hate Wendy, and now I think you know I respect Wendy. <laughs> Do your thing, sis. I'll see. I and we're praying her. for you. I was praying for the girl. She's definitely living her best life right now, and I think I she is not living it too much. Okay. I think she's on that glow up though, cause she got that baggage. Yeah. Tuck, you know, got rid of that baggage. Yeah. So Wendy Williams. And everyone's showing, you know, everyone's posting their pictures and retweeting her. But it's just like, it wasn't that long ago that a lot of y'all were calling her a man, talking shit about her, dragging her, you know, on, on Twitter. So I guess, you know, she's in she's in social media's good graces until she's not. Yeah. So. yeah. But she's a hard she's a hard one to love because she talks shit about everybody. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Come on, next question. So, you know. Next question. Oh, I'll do the next question. So, this next question comes from Bryce Lennon. Hey, Bryceington! Faithful listener and your favorite all around the way blogger. Congrats on the 100th episode. You two did the damn thing. Ha. So, (laughs) thanks, Bryce. Yes. He's so so cool. his question is... And he makes you look good in your pictures. So. <laughs> Do I not look good in the other ones? You look good in all of them. <laughs> okay. Shame me, bitch. Okay. He says, I wanted to pick your brains regarding a recent conversation I had with my cousin. As humans, we gain the most knowledge from personal experience and, of course, learning from our mistakes. Thinking back to when you first accepted your sexuality, how did you perceive the world then versus now Mm. what steps did you take to establish your identity in the new world and what specific lessons have you learned and what lessons are you still learning so it's like about three 
More questions. <laughs> so, you know, you guys ready? I'm sorry, what was it? Okay, what okay so re- repeat them? Okay, I'll start. Okay, so thinking back when you first accepted your sexuality, how did you perceive the world then versus now? Oh, that was just last week. Okay, Okay, so. just let's see some plumbing <laughs> reason. No. I'm joking. Um, I had a hard time accepting my sexuality because, you know, I just grew up in a heavily religious family. And... I hated myself before I accepted myself. So, you know, that that was a journey. That was a journey. And it's still, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, and, and it's still a journey, you know, acceptance um, for me. Um, you know, it's it's still been, you know, it's, it's still a journey, you know, because even once you accept yourself, there's other things that you have to work on after that, you know? So, um, you know, it's, it's a process. I think I perceive the world in a anxious perception, I guess, <laughs> or an anxious frame of mind. So I felt that like the message I sent to myself is that nobody will love you as you are, right? Or nobody will accept you as you are, or you have to edit yourself so that you can be accepted by those who you are very invested in who you care about. Um, And I think that hindered a lot of my relationships for years. Um, And the way I perceive them now, as I step fully into my sexuality, and it's a lifelong process, I believe. um, I don't know, I I guess I'm just like, people are either gonna accept you or not. And that's not your, it's not your responsibility to cater to the way they feel it's your responsibility to present yourself authentically so that they know what they're signing up for. Yeah? And I think the moment that really highlighted that for me was, and I shared this on the show, coming out to my mother. So that process was so funny. Well, not in the moment. But looking back, she was just like, are you gay? And I was just like, I prefer saying gender loving, but yes. (laughs) And just to experience kind of like my walls coming down and her the only question her she having is yeah she having she she having is just like well why wasn't i the first person you came to yeah all these words make sense i don't know that for me was just kind of like people are either going to love you fully or not love you fully and where they fall is not your fucking responsibility. But if they show you, it is your responsibility to just act accordingly. Does that make sense? Makes this like, wine show totally tell totally you. It's yeah. What's the next one? What steps did you take to establish your identity in the world? Oh, I already spit that. You spit yours? I don't think so. I mean, what um, steps did you take? I'm still am taking steps. Step so by that's step, what's day the by day. Up. Yeah, that's <laughs> still learning lessons. Um, yeah. It's first you gotta unprogram what's been fed to you. I think that's the first part of that. Um, you know, I was programmed. I you know like a lot of us growing up, especially in you know if you're in a you know religious family or abusive family, what have you. Like you're fed a lot of things, um, a lot of untruths. You know, growing up about who you are or who you should be, 
what the world expects you to be, what role you should play in society, whatever, you know? So it's like I had to like unmarry that, you know, mm. you can, I, I couldn't start the process of loving myself and, you know, uncovering who I was until I unprogrammed, you know, what everyone, and unfortunately a lot of these people are the people who were the closest to me, like my family, um, you know, the people who I look up to, the mo- you know, the most in, in my family. And that's hard, you know, because... We come from family. That's our first unit. You know, we that's it's for a lot of us. It symbolizes security and and strength and and wisdom and all those things. So, <clears throat> you know, it was very traumatic for me to, you know, feel you know betrayed and unwanted and confused and didn't love myself and you know it, it was just it was just a lot. You know what I mean. What I went through, you know, as a young LGBTQ youth in Baltimore, um, when I was an undergrad, you know, it was just, it was just really tough. Um, but through <laughs> the grace of God and, you know, just always, I guess for me, it was just like, I always knew what my strength was. Mm-hmm. Even... Even those moments where, you know, I felt the lowest, I always knew, like, what I was really capable of and what I was supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. one day. You know what I mean? And I think that is what motivated me. And and it still does. You know what I mean? When 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 you are going through is to, you know, know, you know, what you're supposed to, what you're supposed to do. Mm hmm I read on Instagram someone said um, you don't have to adjust yourself if they don't get you you just adjust the frequency hello they may be right. just on a different right. frequency and that's you what you was talking or, about PYN as long yeah. as you accept yourself you just may have to adjust that frequency right and people do have to fall in line mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I think that that is a boundary right that we have to set as individuals, like we have to affirm in ourselves and to the world what we need, what we won't, what we will not tolerate, right? And if you love me, you know, and if you want the best for me, I feel like you won't fight me mm-hmm. to, to like fall in line with that. And because I love myself, I am not going to chase after your crumbs, right? And that's something that had to be learned not only with family, but with friends, with lovers. I'm gonna say it again, in the Greek space, yeah? I don't give a fuck about what these people think, what they project, the rumors they present, the phone calls that you get randomly from people mm-hmm. who ain't never heard, like you mm-hmm. ain't heard from in like months because they wanna tell you that so-and-so thinks you're trans. I don't give a fuck, why? Because I love myself enough to not want to go after the crumbs that you have to offer. That would work for me. Thank you. I don't don't care. Yeah. 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 And I want to own, like, do do I falter sometimes? And do I, am I sometimes in my corner? I'm just like, well, what the fuck is wrong with me, bitch? Absolutely. Right? And I've come along on this journey far enough to be like, oh, nothing's wrong with me. Person X is dealing with their shit. Person Y is dealing with their shit. 
if you link up with person Z, it's going to highlight too much of what they're dealing with. So they need to separate themselves from you. Yeah? Yeah. I don't need to be anxious about anything. And can I say for me, it's been a part of that journey has been acknowledging when I've been the problem Mm. in a situation. Because it's not always that other person. Or it's not always, you know, you know, they did something to me or mm. something happened to me. Just like in the situation that I'm dealing with right now, you know, looking at it as, you know, not something that the situation that is happening to me, but trying to like look outside of that. And looking outside of, you know, a lot of the challenges that I've had in my life and, you know, things that I've tried to overcome and all the accomplishments that I've had, because not everything, you know, has a dark cloud over it, you know? There's a lot of light there, too. Um, I think, you know, acknowledging that, you know, is is definitely important. Amen. And those are the lessons. I think his last question was about the lessons. Mm -hmm. That you've learned and you're still learning. Yeah, and you're still learning. You know, I know a lot, but I know at the same time, I don't know shit. Mm -hmm. And I accept that I know a lot. But I don't know shit. And that keeps me confident in what I do know because I've experienced it and I know it for myself and I'm convicted. You know what I mean? But it also lets me know that, nigga, you got so much to learn and so much in this world to experience. Yeah. Y'all have any more feedback? Oh, yeah, it's like a lot more, but I don't know how much more. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So then thinking about like 100 episodes, what are you hoping your listeners have taken away from you after 100 of these conversations? Ooh, that's the final thought. Can we say that one? Let's do that. And some, I, wait, I got to say some of um, Janelle's questions too, because he's a fucking Look, mess. you want to read through them, Jones? I got you if you want me to... We can switch gears here. Before and then we'll yeah. do that to like close it out and then hung, okay. up, hung up and hang it up. So. Let's take it to the real. Okay. Um, <laughs> Shout so, out to John Hill. Trey. Do friends tell their friends sexual status, so STIs, um, if another friend is checking for them? So like friends trying to holler at one of your friends, you know that friend has something yeah. that might be of of pertinent to that friend. Notice to the, you're right. Do you say something? That's so nasty and so rude. Yeah, and can I say full disclosure? I've been there. I've done that. You know what I'm saying? Where a close friend of mine was talking to someone, and I knew something. Right? I felt bad afterward, and I was just like, I'm not ever like doing that again because that is not my place to disclose anyone's sexual anything except for my own <laughs> and i and i did i felt like I, I i felt that afterwards you know what i'm saying like i was quote unquote looking out for my homeboy but no like afterwards i did i, I felt like shit i was like i'm not doing that did he have any other Oh, we can get we can get out there if you want it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> a few more, quick. Uh, fire, there'll be fire, fire questions. Okay, quick. yes or no? Can you share your spouse? If that's your agreement, you need to get out of my bed. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe. 
It does. I mean, he's asking us specifically, or is this just? I don't have one. <laughs> okay. If you Let's were to have one, can you share? It depends on how he is. Okay. Oh shit. Um, listen, I don't know about all that. It depends on how he is. Because if he's getting chaired, I'm getting chaired. Oh, all so right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> share plenty. Okay. Share it. Okay. We eat share it. Do you mind if I read one? Okay. Ooh. I'm just yeah. I'm yeah. Not this one. Oh, wait, do you have another one? Look, go to yours. We'll come back to mine. Okay. So, Senyan. Have to shout him out because he's a long-time yeah. listener. Yes. Shout um, out. Uh, he says, do you think the show would have the impact that it has had? And what is next for each of you? And I think that's so fucking important to yes. just put on this 100th episode. Mm-hmm. So, do you think the show would have had the impact that it's had? And Loki, it's had such a a deep impact, Loki. Yeah. High key. Um, I don't know if I shared this with you, but a therapist you know I run the mental health circles hit me up randomly one time in these hundred episodes and was just like yo aren't you on the hundred podcast and I was like yeah it's me and my ADP my homie Eric and he was just like literally I spent a whole session talking to my client and my client was just raving about your show and talking about how it's helped him solidify his identity mm-hmm. and I was just like <laughs> uncomfortable (laughs) wow that's what it's made for yeah every now and then i get that too like someone like random random will hit me up or i'll see them and they'll be like yo you got a podcast don't you i'm like what you know about my podcast who you talking to you know what i'm saying one of those type of things and it's just it's kind of weird like we do this every week, right? Like, we come together, we record, and we post. And think nothing of it. <laughs> like, literally. We're just like, hey, I'm here. And then when people are like, I'm listening, we're like, wait, what? What are you doing? The fuck? You know what I'm saying? But no, nah, like, that's, that's, that's dope. That's dope. I, I didn't think it would have the impact. Like, literally, I was just like, oh, let's go kiki. Like, what is it going to be? Yeah. But I'm grateful that it has had the impact that it's had. And I hope that with 100 episodes, someone can tune into this and be like, okay, I want to change my life in some way, shape, or form. I want to choose me. I want to end that relationship that's not serving me. I want to... Work through my depression. Fix things with people because I know their time is coming short. You know, I want to rectify things with my family, my friends... I don't know. I hope it inspires some change because we talk about some shit. I want to have those uncomfortable conversations with dad. Yeah. I want to advocate for myself in the workplace. I want to know what it's like to grow gay in the church. Our first episode together. I want to reconcile religion. You know that I can have some sort of religion and not feel bad about it. Right. I want to heal some sort of trauma, whether that be physical, mental, emotional, sexual. Right. We've talked about the DL niggas. I want to fuck a deal, nigga. We've talked and about all that shit. We've talked about keeping a file. We've okay. we've given career advice. We've asked for self advice because we've been a mess, right? We have really done. I like, like I said it in the very beginning. I'm I'm proud. I'm so proud of of what we've done. And it was his last question was like, what what's like moving forward? What's next? What's next? Do you want to go first? You say you don't know. I said, do you want to go first? Oh, sorry. <laughs> a little drunk. Now it's like covering my ears. Uh, 
Um, no, you know. <laughs> well, next for me is like I'm really focusing on my tennis. So I hope that, you know, with me continuing on this platform that I'll be updating you guys more on what I'm doing, um, as I usually do. Um, but that's a big part of my life. So also connecting with other players, coaches, um, there are a lot of champions who have, you know, there are a lot of professional players here in Philadelphia, um, you know, that I would really like to connect with and really just the community. Um, I see really just moving forward the work that we have already done. I really do. Like not really inventing the wheel so much. You know, I think that I've been so passionate about the conversations that we've had. I've been passionate about the disagreements that we've had. I've been passionate about our growth, our maturity on this podcast. It all. I really, truly embrace it all. Right? Because I, I get that. In life, like, you know, I don't know. There's this thing, you know, where euphoria just does not exist. You know what I'm saying? But we have to make our environments, our little ecosystems, our friendships, our relationships just just work, right? Because we're all people and we're, you know, we can mess up, you know, or you know what I mean? Like we're all just trying to, none of us are perfect. So I plan on just really connecting even harder with the Philly community, um, you know, not just the shakers and the movers, just, I just... I just really want to continue to share stories. Mm-hmm. We've talked about a lot of experiences on this show. I really want to bring people on to just speak on those experiences for themselves. And so I, I plan to do that. Um, will there be another co-host? I don't think so. Um, there may be um, rotating or you know guest co-hosts and things like that. But um, I really see this as, you know, something that I'm going to continue to move forward with the work that we have done and um, push it, push it, you know, and yeah, it may not be as frequent. I don't see a weekly show. <laughs> um, you know, some things will be changed up and, you know, I've reached out to some people for some support. I'm looking for a producer. <laughs> so if anyone is interested <laughs> in um, helping me produce the show, that would be amazing. I'm also looking for um, social social media um, management help and assistance. So if anyone's willing to help, um, you know, those are the things that, you know, I need help with. <laughs> so that's what you guys have to look forward to. Um, and, you know, I would love to have you back if you if you would like to come. Thank you. Um, I already have uh, the list, you know, pretty much created for the guest list. Um, you're already on it, so I hope you're. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um. What do you think? The question is. What's next for you? What is that? I don't fucking know. Um, I'm just living life. I really am. Like it's that's, golden. That's what's next. Um, I'm really passionate about expanding the narratives of black gay men so i'll be doing so with my dissertation i'll be doing so with hopefully other projects that i tap into um my hope is to expand pleasure in the black diaspora so i'll be doing that as i venture out to cuba in the next couple months um i don't know i'm just can't wait to see those pictures. My next steps are honestly living <laughs> and just being open to what life has to give me. 
It's not defined. It's just, it's here. Sweet surrender. Yeah. 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 You said you had a few more? Yeah, can we Rapid fire? To gutter. So, so gutter. Gutter. Yeah. Gutter. All right, fire. my mama is down in the gutter. <laughs> Back to the gutter, you snipes. All right. Um, Democrats, determined or desperate? I'm not, this is not a political podcast. I'm not about this. Right. <laughs> Fix it. What's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's more about Democrats. Uh, what's the next one? <laughs> That's the end of that one. Okay. Well, I mean, what what was the last question? Are they really going to tell America's deep dark secrets? Have we already told? Ooh, the White Walkers. Are the White Walkers. Didn't already speak on Ain't they nothing? The White Walkers. Well, they got rid of Jeffrey Epstein because he was about to tell more. So <laughs> because it's up to them to tell their truth. Oh, what's true? That's true. They got. They need to tell their truth. It's handled. It okay. That's what I'm waiting for. Oh, please. Amen. Is that all we have for tonight? Were, were there were there? I'm scared to touch any more. Uh uh, don't be scared. <laughs> Why? You know, success is on the opposite side of fear. <laughs> I wasn't getting like hyper nothing, was I? Y'all good? <laughs> you got no more? We good? One question that was generated in my mind when you when you all were speaking about Come on and generate. the fraternity. Yeah. Just having each other. Um in, in a, I guess I would assume, and I could be wrong, it may or may not be predominantly heterosexual, just having each other we in the fraternity. I don't know what that experience was like for you. Anyone can speak on it. So I think <laughs> in a fraternal space, the question is, do we really have each other? And that's something that I have been really real about, especially in this year, mm-hmm. to the point where I've had conversations with multiple people and I've had to say, we don't have a relationship. Or at least a genuine one. And if you'd like to have a genuine one, I'm open. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Uh-huh. Yeah? And so I think whether it's fraternal or not, having someone or having someone have you is a choice. And whether or not you choose is up to you. And that's okay. Does that make sense? Because, you yeah. know, sometimes I'll be talking off the line. And not just say, I remember how you, I liked when we had that episode about, you know, we say we we love people, but we don't like them. Or we love people. And, and there's a difference between the two. So right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. Absolutely. We lie. We are full-fledged liars. <laughs> we love a, I love you, but our actions do not right. show it. Right. Respective boundaries are not there. Yeah. A consideration for others are not there. Um... Uh, you name it, it's yeah. not there. Except for, oh, I'm going to go grab some Crown. You go grab some Hennessy. Let's have a good night. That's there. But that's not love. Yeah. That's, we can get drunk and throw up. And that's okay on a good Saturday night. But let's be clear about that. So when it comes down to a recognition of those who have really written out for you or for those who like you ride for and who will ride for you or you know a recognition of those who you really have shared some deep shit with there should be no surprise when those people don't pop up that's okay what was the question again speaks to so much in my life i can't really I, i was just thinking when you're in a fraternity just that experience 
kind of almost feeling alone when it should be a brotherhood. Mm. But feeling maybe, I don't know, with the, the issues that you were dealing with as far as identity, like sexual identity, to have someone else that you feel can relate to that in, in, in an organization like that, where it's maybe predominantly heterosexual, where you may not feel free to be open about your sexuality. It was all Whatever. familiar for me. Sure. Hmm. It was all familiar. Unfortunately, it was all familiar, unfortunately, because full disclosure, like I came, you know, to the organization, like looking for things, right? You know, only to find that not all those things were there and not only not only not all those things were there, but there were other things there that I didn't want. You know, I didn't really want to be a part of, you know what I mean? And um, the disassociation the homophobia, the saying, you my bro, but you really not down for me. You know what I mean? You really don't like me. All these things, you know, were already familiar because you experience these things out in the world. And unfortunately, myself and a lot of us go to not just Greek organizations, but churches, um, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever type of club or organization um, seeking refuge from the negative pounding down that you experience out here in the world. And it can be very disappointing when you find out that those same things can exist in a space where, you know, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a revealing of a truth. And then you have to just kind of grow up and realize like, it's just, it teaches you to just be an adult, like, and realize what life is really about. Like, what it's really about. Because it ain't about a whole bunch of fucking roses. Mm. It's not. I think that feeling of being alone as a queer person in a fraternity is more common than not. Just because even when you have queer brothers, there's a cap on how queer you can be. Mm. Right. Okay? Because we... Right. In the words of Shimamanda, we teach girls to shrink themselves. <laughs> we <laughs> teach <laughs> queers to shrink themselves. Okay? You can be gay, but not too much. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah? you threaten the men. Otherwise, you right, threaten exactly. the men. Right, exactly. And then you fall into these tropes of God knows what else people characterize you as. So, like, the community you seek with these gay brothers who you know are giving it from both sides or who, you know, are just out here just as much as you or even more so than you. Once you experience them turning their backs on you and saying, oh, he thinks he's a woman. Oh, he wants to, he's trans or, oh, you know, we can't associate with him, but yet we'll be in your DMs. You're just like, okay, there's no community yep. here. Yep. But I just lies. Lies. Mm. <laughs> lies and cover Probably up. more than you did. Get into it. Boop. Hop the on the ass, Greg. Okay. And, and I'll just say this because we, we get it every single time that we talk about, well, a lot of things that we bring up on here, like, you know, there's backlash and we hear about the things that are said in the group meetings and, and what have you, and that's fine. Um, but what I'll say to those of you that are still listening, Okay, because they still think 100 episodes, right? Oh, thank you. Because the hour is late. (laughs) Thank you. Um, That what you can't do is, you know, take away from somebody else's experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I think that brings us back to Bryce's point. What have you learned? Their perception is not my responsibility. So fuck that. And people can have their experience. Totally can. Mm-hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. And that experience can be without us. Okay. That said, I guess that was, was that our final, oh, do we have a final thought? What was that question you brought up with a final thought? Let's do that because I got to pee and I'm tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I got to pee and I'm tired. So, thinking about 100 episodes, you've had 100 of these conversations. What are you hoping that your listeners have taken away from this experience thus far? Well, I guess for me, like, it's it's so much because we've talked about so much. Um, but I guess, you know, I guess what I would want everyone to take away is that um, change is okay. Disagreement is okay. Conflict is okay. Um, be patient with yourself. Be patient with others. Um... I'm trying to sum up a hundred episodes right now. Um, be patient with yourself again, right? Because that's 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 really important. And um, try to show love in everything that you do. Everything that you do. Mm. Stay informed and, and and challenge thoughts and ideas. You know, just because someone says something, it don't matter who they are, like, challenge it. Take away from these 100 episodes. This life is a never-ending journey. And it literally don't stop until you die. So you never reach that point that you want to reach. But I think if you are intentional about knowing who you are, And aligning yourself with who you are, you can't lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know you. Know what you're worth. Know what you deserve. Mm-hmm. And be real about that. Even if you choose what you don't deserve, be real about that shit too. Right. And you can't go Own wrong. Own that shit. You can't go wrong. Own it all. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. So that was our final thought. We are going to take a very quick break yes. because P. Ryan has to pee and he's tired. Um, and we're going to be right back to do a final hung up, hanging up. So you guys stay tuned and we'll be right back. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, guys, so am I. We are back. We back. We back, y'all. We back, and it is our favorite time time of the show. Yes. To be hung up or hanging up. Yes. Yes. All right, so I'm going to go first. I want to first say I'm hung up on our hung up live fam audience, Sterling Spencer. Rika, I'm hung up. Ooh. Yes. Yes. I fucks with you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting us. This means a lot. Like, you have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, people can say what they want. But this, like, means the world to me. Like, and I'm so hung up on our listeners. Um, you guys also mean the world to us. 
and you know I I've been keeping my eyes on those numbers <laughs> and I see them like slowly slowly like we came out in 2017 I think like mid-year or something so it's like three years right now of data that I can see and already like this year we're not even through the full year we have more listens than what we did last year and the same trend was for the year before so while we don't have like the a mega mega huge audience what i see is that the listenership is growing and i love that because that means that all the accomplishments the pain the shame our highs our lows all the things that we have shared with you guys you are connecting with and you're connecting with the messages that we've shared and that's what hung out podcast set out to do and i'm just saying mission accomplished and we're hanging up for a little bit but we're gonna be back y'all but my final hung up is on the listeners and on this podcast hey guys so, yeah, I'm hung up on y'all, I can honestly say. Um, I'm just like reflecting back and just trying to emotionally regulate. Take um, your time. I didn't think we would get to 100 episodes. Or not even think, I didn't plan that we would get to 100 episodes. I just thought this would be what it was. Um, and just thinking back this space has held so many things for me so it's held heartbreak it's held confusion it's held joy it's held um fatigue i don't know i'm grateful to have been here i really am um and i pray that this space continues to give the people what they need because so many people show up needing something um yeah thank y'all thank you more than y'all thank us because I think this did more for us than it did for y'all like the person who I sit in today was not the person who showed up on episode one. And that's not because of me. Thank you. I'm Eric. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at E Dante Cole. Find Eric on Instagram and Twitter at H U N G U P P O D. Continue to send your love, your feedback. 
your hung-ups, your hanging-ups, everything that you have gifted us with over these 100 episodes, continue to send that to hungupod at gmail.com. And thank you so much for your ratings and reviews over these hundred episodes. Bitch, keep them coming, girl. On Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a man who can give you a hundred times what you than what you bargained for. Yes. Because <laughs> I know a lot of y'all niggas can't do it. But we got it from here. <laughs> yeah? Yes. Thank you guys again for everything. Yes, this has been thank magical. You. Thank you. Thank you, thank P. You. Ryan. I wanted you. to thank say thank you. Thank you. Because this has been just everything. Thank you. You know, yeah. Until next time. Until next you. time, we'll see you guys soon. Yeah. Peace out. Good night.